Want to buy Bitcoin with your IRA? Don't waste your time on expensive IRA custodians. A strategy called a QRP is as easy as writing a check. Find out how. Text 44222 and type QRP book. That's one word. And get a free book that explains everything. Again, that's 44222 QRP book. One word. It's the easiest way to make Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies part of your retirement. Welcome to the future. You're listening to the Consensus Network. Consensus Network. Consensus Network. With Buck Joffrey. Welcome, everybody. This is Buck Joffrey with the Consensus Network Weekly Crypto News, October 31st, 2018. Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody. Uh, today is also another reason that there's a special day. Uh, it is, in fact, the 10th anniversary of the Bitcoin white paper. So that is very exciting. Uh, before we get started, I just want to remind you, consensusnetwork.io. That's the site. That is where there's a whole bunch of other stuff there waiting for you um, in terms of resources. Uh, if you're just getting started out in you know cryptocurrencies, etc., you can um, go there. There's some tutorials uh, on how to get started. Make sure you listen to some of the early shows because we really do start from the beginning here, folks. So uh, check it out and um, and also send me your questions at info at consensusnetwork.io. Now, uh, let's get on with the headlines for the day. Today's uh, Wednesday, October uh, 31st, again, 2018. The cryptocurrency market capitalization is $203 billion. That's down a little bit from last week. And also, the price of Bitcoin on Coinbase, as of just a few minutes ago, was $6,308. Again, it's down a little bit, but good resistance here. Um, the headlines for the week include JP Morgan tokenizing gold bars, Coinbase raising another $300 million, Bitcoin becomes less volatile than Amazon, and a Bitcoin wrapped in an Ethereum smart contract. Why would you do that? All these stories and more after these messages. Now, there isn't much more exciting than cryptocurrency, but there are old-fashioned ways of creating wealth outside of Wall Street that have been used by the wealthiest families in the world for generations. And that's what my other podcast is all about. It's called Wealth Formula Podcast. Now, if you've made a lot of money in crypto and don't know what to do next, this show might actually answer a lot of those questions, too. Again, it's Wealth Formula Podcast with me, Buck Joffrey. Welcome back, everybody. And let's get on with the nitty-gritty news and cryptocurrency for the week. So, the first story I want to talk about is interesting in many ways. Um, it is that J.P. Morgan, Chase Manhattan, uh, has decided to tokenize gold bars, meaning gold, you know, like gold and silver, right? And you heard that right. It's J.P. Morgan, Chase Manhattan. Chase, uh, who's CEO, uh, Jamie Dimon, called Bitcoin a fraud, uh, and said at one point that he would fire any of his employees who traded it. Seems to have come around. He seems to have capitulated, or maybe he is a two-faced jerk. And uh, I think that's probably the most likely scenario. And uh, 
and actually what they're doing now is saying that, hey, blockchains are really useful. Specifically, JP Morgan will use their enterprise blockchain network called Quorum, which is Ethereum-based, it's ERC-20, to tokenize gold bars. And now they're saying that they're seeing many opportunities for tokenization of many other commodities uh, as a true reality. They have a very robust blockchain development team. Jamie Dimon is a hypocrite. Surprise, surprise. On with the next story. Coinbase raises another $300 million to quote-unquote fix Bitcoin's problems. And um, this is an interesting story because Coinbase continues to dominate the space. Um, Coinbase is a company I like. It's uh, They raised another $300 million in funding with institutional investors giving it a whopping $8 billion valuation. Uh, that is pretty good for a startup. Uh, according to uh, Coinbase officials, they're going to use that funding to accelerate the adoption of cryptocurrencies and digital assets. So some of their plans include global expansion to increase the number of cryptocurrency users, expanding the number of coins it offers. That's pretty exciting. Uh, there's a lot of speculation on which coins those will be because obviously whenever things go on Coinbase, they tend to pop. So you see that with the ZRX fairly recently. And uh, the same will happen the next uh, round. Creating applications for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. That's the other thing that they're going to do. And finally, they want to bring established financial institutions into the digital asset space. Again, this is all really, really good uh, for the long-term outlook of, uh, of cryptocurrencies, specifically Bitcoin and uh, you know some of the top uh, three or four currencies that are on Coinbase. Uh, Coinbase says that it will continue to build infrastructure between fiat and crypto in regulated markets around the world and will add features and crypto assets to its custody offering. So that, again, is all very good news. Next story. Now, this is uh, something I thought was interesting. Um, so uh, Bitcoin last week, I know in the last day or two it, it became a little bit more volatile, but was according to the data uh, released by Chicago Board of Options Exchange, Bitcoin became less volatile than Amazon. Yeah, that's right. So um, the current volatility of Bitcoin is as low as that of Apple stocks and more stable than Amazon and Netflix. How about that? <laughs> that's kind of funny, right? Of course, you know, I, right now it's probably just because the trading volume has been really pretty low and you're just not seeing a lot of movement. Um, again, we did see a little bit of a sell-off in the last couple of days, and so we're down sitting around 6300 bucks. But, you know, it's pretty, pretty stable for Bitcoin. Um, and when um, Bitcoin has a market... Uh, capitalization of a uh, trillion dollars or more, uh, I think that this kind of stability is probably something that you can hang your hat on. I do want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, um, we, you know, the, the, a lot of the critics of, of Bitcoin as a store of value use the point that uh, as a store of value, it's terrible because it's so volatile. So how are you going to, you know, if you want to store value, why would you store it in something that's going up and down, you know, uh, all day long? But I think the, I think that that is a sort of a short-sighted critique because I think the idea here is understand that 
we're comparing Bitcoin uh, with about um, with about a hundred billion. Uh, I'm sorry, about um, one tenth, right? One tenth of the size of um, market capitalization of Amazon or Apple, which is a trillion dollars. Amazon and Apple are both over a trillion dollars, and in Bitcoin's market capitalization is about one tenth of that, right? So. Of course, it's more volatile. Of course, Bitcoin's more volatile. I mean, there's just a lot, you know, uh, when somebody sells a little bit of Bitcoin, uh, you know, uh, a few million dollars of Bitcoin, it moves the price of Bitcoin. And somebody sells a few million dollars of uh, Amazon stock or, or, or Apple, it doesn't. So that's why it's more volatile. And so this idea that inherently it's not a good storage value, well, what I'll say is, that may be the truth right now, and um, I don't. I wouldn't argue with that. I think if you're, you know, it's not a place that you necessarily want to put your money that you need, thinking that you know it's safe and stable and so on. But when Bitcoin has the market capitalization, even of Amazon uh, and and Apple, which is just literally, you know, a trillion dollars. I mean, that's ten times more. I think you're going to see a lot more stability. And when it goes to Five trillion dollars. I think you're going to see even more stability. You see, the idea is simple. It's just math, right? I mean, if you're selling, if you've got a bit, somebody selling a few million dollars, you know, fifty million dollars of Bitcoin right now, it makes a difference. But that market capitalization is, as it grows, it becomes uh, just a drop of water in an ocean, right? And that's why it will become a very, very solid store of value in the future. Now, um, one of, um, um, the, ne the next story is kind of interesting. Uh, this is that uh, there was an announcement uh, uh, last week uh, that we had, which was that Goldman Sachs made a huge investment into this crypto custodian called BitGo. BitGo, of course, is, you know, sort of a, a big player and in, in one of the first, uh, first uh, major custodians in cryptocurrencies um, that they are uh, they had a recent announcement that they are along with some partners are launching a fully uh, ERC 20 token uh, backed one-to-one -one with Bitcoin in other words you're going to have a token that's ethereum based but it actually each token represents one Bitcoin, and it'll be called WBTC, WBTC. So, um, of course, I saw this for the first time, and my first question was, why? Why, why would you do that, right? I mean, it just reminded me a little bit about, like, you know, Taco Bell, and you go to, uh, you get the Crunchwrap Supreme, basically put a softer tea around a crunchy taco, and, and, <laughs> Um, does it just because it tastes that much better? No. So anyway, uh, of course, it, it took me a little bit to kind of put this together. But uh, in all seriousness, there is value to this WBTC thing. First, um, it's going to allow Bitcoin trades on decentralized exchanges, which are all Ethereum based. So generally, um, as you may or may not know, these you know these smart contracts uh, are really that that developer. A community uh, uh, that Ethereum has for smart contracts is extensive, and so you're seeing, 
you know, all these decentralized exchanges and these um, decentralized applications, and they are Ethereum-based. So what this allows uh, people to do potentially is just to use their Bitcoin, um, exchange it for something that they can, you know, they, they don't have to worry that the value is going to change by switching into Ethereum, but they can actually switch into Bitcoin, uh, or I'm sorry, a, a Bitcoin-based uh, uh, token, and use it on decentralized exchanges, etc. So that's the idea behind it. The launch will be in 2007 or 2019. Um, so let's see what if it takes off. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's it for this week on Consensus Network's weekly crypto news. Uh, make sure again that you visit consensusnetwork.io. The um, the tutorials there will be very helpful to you. You can also sign up for our newsletter. Uh, there's going to be an increasing amount of information coming down that pipeline. Um, and if you would like, you could also just email me questions that we can use. We had a great interview earlier in the week uh, uh, that you may want to check out with Mance Harmon uh, of Hashgraph, of Hedera Hashgraph too. Um, anyway, check, uh, uh, shoot me an email if you have any questions on that show or anything else or comments at info at consensusnetwork.io. This is Buck Joffrey signing off with the Consensus Network Weekly Crypto News.